You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment. Warning, the episode you're about to listen to may include plot spoilers and naughty language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off! Benedict Cumberballs! Hi, welcome to Trek Off. This is Justin. What you're about to hear is a recording of our performance at the D.C. and sort of East Coast area's biggest Star Trek conventions, Shore Leave, where we performed on their main stage uh, and had wonderful sort of discussion about what Trek Off is and what we've been doing with the movie and all of Star Trek. This is an amazing episode that I'm happy to share with you. So welcome to Trek Off. Okay, he so, does that. So what is this? I guess, first of all, what is this all about? What the fuck are we doing? Um, let's explain our show and then let's explain all the cameras because that's important. Okay, you do that part. All right, cool. Um, so uh, here's what Trek Off is. Um, I, uh, I directed a couple of movies that started with the words Ninjas Versus and uh, the third one of which is like in 45 minutes from now that you want to see here. Um, and uh, after we did uh, the second one, we all went out to Denny's. It was not Denny's. It was Denny's. It was totally it Denny's. It was totally not Denny's. It was Denny's. You traitor! It was absolutely Denny. <laughs> it was not. It was the. It was this. 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 The shitty tavern. It wasn't the shitty tavern. It no, that's where we started. Tavern. But then the actual conversation was at Denny's. Yes, he's right. It was at Denny's. Fuck yeah. all y'all. All right. Okay, fine. So we were at Denny's, and I was like, "Hey, I like Star Trek. You like Star Trek. We do." And and we were like, "Hey, let's." I wanted to start a podcast network, and so I wanted to start with doing a Star Trek podcast. But I wanted to do it that like was sort of a, a filthy. Um, sort of like, I like Star Trek, and I really like the word fuck. Um, so, I mean, because who doesn't, really? So, and honestly. I listened to a bunch. I, listen, I used to listen to the old Make It So podcast, and I used to listen to uh, a bunch of other ones, and, and I was like, there's not enough fuck in these podcasts. Um, so I was like, hey, let's do one, and we came up with the name Trek Off, and we started it about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Done about 80 shows. And then, um, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I had just finished most of the editing on Ninjas vs. Monsters, and I was like, well, I need a break. Let's make a movie. Um, so That's we, actually exactly yeah. what he did. It was like, I need a break. Let's make a movie. So, just like so what we did is we decided... Um, to basically take our cameras and take them around to our friends who also like Star Trek, who are really, really talented, shoot that, cut it together, and see if that counts. Um, it totally counts. And see if we can get that released. So, um, so what we have done um, is we have gone to uh, a few conventions. We went to Awesome Con. We went to Farpoint. Woo-hoo! We are here <laughs> as sort of uh, the end of our official motion picture tour, although we will also be at Intervention. Um, we went to uh, Mr. Paul Sieber and I did Balticon. There's Paul Sieber from Starship Farragut over there. Paul Sieber! Ah! Um, uh, you and, guys remember him. <laughs> um, and we went to a bunch of we went to a bunch of cons and uh, and we got to meet people and interview. Uh, we got to meet like John Billingsley and and the guy who did we get to meet John Billingsley? Uh, okay, listen. All right, let's. All right. I'm sorry. Did did we? No. Okay. No, you were. She, okay. She, okay. Tell the story. You you were there on Friday. 
I was there on Friday. Yes. And I had a show yeah. on Saturday, so right. I couldn't be there. On uh, like, it wasn't my fault, but I couldn't be there on Saturday. And this one is all, oh, don't worry about it. I mean, we can't talk to John Billingsley anyway. It's John Billingsley. Yeah, so, yeah, so like, like, it, would, it would be oh, like if we okay. saw William Shatner walking around here. Like, the, the general rule is don't rush up to the dude, right? Don't right, which I'm not going to be able shit. to stop myself from doing. So, They're going to have to, like, pull me off Shatner. It's going to be really <laughs> awkward. So, so we were like, like go on, go on. So, so then this Joker comes back and he's like, oh, so I totally talked to John Spillingsley. I was like, you asshole! <laughs> You're such a dick! I went on my How nose. could you do that without me? Isn't that fucked up, right? <laughs> oh right? <laughs> dick. So, so we did that. Um, uh, got to meet a bunch of people. Got to meet, meet a bunch of fans and people. And we started focusing very much on people who, uh, people who did this. Um, like, they like Star Trek. They're fans of it. And they decide, like the people who came before us, they're big fans of Star Trek and big fans of sci-fi, and they're like, hey, let's make something from that. Right. And you know, we got to meet everyone across the board, from, from the Farragut guys to, the, to you know, Mike Doherty, who did uh, um, Brown Coats Redemption and stuff. And so we got to meet a bunch of really interesting people who not only loved Trek, but that inspired them to make their own stuff, and that was awesome. And so Indeed. after that, we went to, and this is pretty fun. This is, we this went to see, we saw, these, I mean, they're mostly kids, right? They're like, like 18. Yeah, like, yeah, they were, yeah, like 16 to like 20-something. They made but most a, of them were young. They made a Star Trek musical. Right? Um, uh, and it was, uh, their, my favorite part of the whole musical was, was their, their character of Chekhov. Yeah. Who, who basically um, rolled around the stage. And he like, was like a weird like, little like, idiot boy. So it like, was very strange. He like rolled around the stage and was like, hello, Captain. Oh, my goodness. And he didn't like wear shoes and stuff. And he called and he called and he called Bones Papa. He's like, Papa! Papa. Bo- <laughs> it was really weird. And, and and Scotty was in there and Scotty just wanted to like fuck, fuck the ship. Fuck the Enterprise. Right. Was essentially and then like Uhura hello. like had a cross on Scotty, hello. but Scotty was like hello, too busy the fucking the panels yes. and shit. Let, let you know? me stick it in your dilithium chambers. Like. Yeah. So, it was pretty great. It was it was So so we did that. We saw the musical. And then I had a really weird idea. I was like we know these friends of ours who do a burlesque, they're a burlesque troupe. Yeah. <laughs> they're called Maryland Artists in Emotions. And we were like, uh, uh, their Clementine, who is their leader, was in Monsters. You can see her in like half an hour. Um, <laughs> totally. And, uh, and she, um, she and I talked and we were like, what if we did a Star Trek burlesque show? Right. Right. So what was your favorite part of the Star Trek burlesque show? Boobies. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it kind of, okay. Well, that was my favorite. Okay, other okay. than boobies. Other than boobies. Well, okay, so are, <laughs> tell me about Lion. Tell me about what Lion did. Oh, my God. Okay, so there was like one, striker. there was one dude, right, which is awesome because, you know, you got to represent. And he was so beast. And I swear he got the nudist of everybody. Like, he got, like, full-on, almost totally naked. So, the, well, tell me about the bit, though. So he was, and he he was, was like, Riker. as Riker. And I was like, <laughs> what? Right? I was enjoying the shit out of that, let me tell you. He comes out as Riker, and the whole concept of what he's doing is, this is Riker preparing for his Betazoid wedding, where he has to be nude. It's awesome. <laughs> so he comes out, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. And, and you know, he's amazing. And he's an amazing he's dancer. He's incredibly right? athletic. And he's, other- and he's like all ripped. and st- it's rid- He's also in the film. He's the wolfman. He's, so, he's all beast so and shit. We're ready for him to just lift off his shirt. And, kind of maybe and do a little bit of schmexy schmexy, yeah, you know? Yeah. So at the end, he takes his entire outfit, grabs it from the front, rips, rips it, it off. off. There's a sock. <laughs> and he's like going... 
on his, on his penis. penis. Um, wow. Cock. Oh, I don't usually use that word. Cock. Sock on his cock. Yeah, okay, cock. that does rhyme yeah, though. Yeah. I get, I get what you're um, saying. So, um, and it was, I mean, we had, uh, I also enjoyed what uh, Clementine did, where she was oh a Oh my gosh, she was a board. So we had and the, then we had an Orion yeah, sleeve, Orion girl. Sling, and and then the board chick, like, took over the Orion yeah. sleeve. It was so fucking it, hot. It, it I'm sorry. A, so, it really okay, was. so she comes out, she's a sexy Borg, and she's, like, like in her, like, she's doopa 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 doop. Except it was dominators. sexy when she did it. And she's, and she's uh, using, the way she's assimilating is she's using electrical tape. And so she's going up and wrapping it, and as she's wrapping it, she's unwrapping herself. It was so And hot. wrapping it around um, the Orion slave girl, and turning her, and then she puts a little headset on her, and then they're both the Borg, but they're also like kind of mostly naked. Right. Which was right. a good show. Right. <laughs> Ooh, and then I got a little treat because there was a bit of some downtime, and then we were like gonna get up, so we got up on stage for like a hot second. Oh boy. And then I got to like live out a fantasy of mine, which is totally not sexual. Um, because it's with him. So, um, it's just that I want him quiet. <laughs> Go on. He always does this, I swear, even when we're in his fucking basement, like a little three-year-old. I'm not playing anymore! I hurt my hand. Well, that's what you get! Sorry, go on. For being a child. Son of a bitch. <laughs> my fucking Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go so, on. so lovely Borg lady gave me the electrical tape, and I got to bend up his yes. mouth and shut him up. It was she, pretty yeah, great. she wrapped it all around my head and didn't let me talk. I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> what? Is that wrong? Shut up. Anybody have an electrical? Shut up, Mr. A. This is why we don't give you a microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so then, uh, um, while I was at Balticon with uh, Mr. Paul Sieber, um, uh, Alexia um, started off on the way down to Georgia. To and, Georgia. And I followed up uh, with Paul and with uh, some other friends of ours to see. the. So this is awesome. Have you guys, clap your hands if you've heard of uh, Star, Star Trek Farragut. Starship Farragut. Right. All right. If you, <laughs> there we go. All right. So if you've seen this shit, it's astounding. It right. looks and feels like the original series. And the reason it looks and feels like the original series is they've got a set that is... Like... It's probably better than what they had. Like, probably if you walked onto the <laughs> set in the 60s, there was, like, this set was over here and this set was over here and, like, in, like segmented. This is the ship. This is, like, the bridge. And then you step off the bridge into the corridors and then there's a transporter room and then you went off into the sick bay with your bay. husband and didn't show up and later on your pants were wet well you know i was expecting a bigger laugh on that joke Fuck. <laughs> so that's because they're all with me right, right? every one of you like yeah, yeah because, i'd have done it because too. if you were in the sick bay okay yeah uh -huh, see because it's not funny story. it's what you do what what daniel ross ladies and gentlemen daniel ross <laughs> Um, I'm just making people clap for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> just start making them start clapping for people who aren't here. <laughs> like just random jokers that aren't here. No, we're not um, gonna do that. Um, so, uh, so we went. So down. it was like Disney fucking land. It wasn't. It wasn't because it, it was too. For you, it was. For you, it was like Jerusalem. I mean, it I mean, I guess. It truly was. We, we got footage of her walking through. It's not Disneyland. We're like, ooh, ah, it's nice. This one. <laughs> Go ahead. You want me to? I mean, no, are you I was. You, to you know, I was crying? maybe, I was maybe a little bit emotional. You know, 
She was, was crying. On, was on, she was weeping. I was on the Enterprise. You guys all get it. Every last one of you would be too. Don't judge. See? Oh my gosh, they're on your right. side. Ha ha! I knew it. See, they're all on my side. Without an audience, I just kind of assume they're on mine. <laughs> this is the great part because then he realizes he's wrong. <laughs> um, so what was, what was cool for me about that, and I talked really briefly, for a long time, I'll talk briefly about it here, was that I talked about how... Um, how I was, I'm not an original series guy, I'm a next gen guy, because I started watching in like 87, I kind of stopped watching the original series once next gen came on the air and I kind of never went back. And so being- Because you're dumb. I'm sorry. Okay, I, sorry, I, okay, I was gonna make my very poignant and emotional point. But I'm no, sorry, on, let's, no, 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 no please, no, please fine. continue. Fine. I really, I really wanna hear this. So yeah, fine, so I got choked up and teary because it reminded me of my childhood and being around with my dad. Thanks, fucker. <laughs> I always spoil everything. Speaking of tragedy, we saw Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, <laughs> it was not a tragedy. It was just a good segue. <laughs> um, um, so, look, uh, uh, we, so let's be honest about our experience of seeing Star Trek Into Darkness because we were... We were we, I was jazzed, I was dude. Jazzed, Are you yeah. kidding? I was so hyped. Um, and we walked in. We, we, we did a bunch of interviews with, you know, for the movie. Um, beforehand, and we were all set up to do a podcast immediately. And this one keeps telling me who's gonna fucking die. I did not! Yes, you did, because no, you're didn't. a dick like that. Because well, he likes consequences. I didn't tell you who was gonna die. We had a podcast where we like, who's gonna die? Yes, like, and I like said it's McCoy. a fucking game show. I who's McCoy. gonna die? Like, It'd what's be wrong a great with game you? show. What the fuck is wrong with you? Swear to God, man, I don't even know. So my prediction was that McCoy was gonna die. It seemed to make sense. It seemed to be like... Except that you were wrong because yeah, I was it's not... Wrong. Because you know why? why? Because it's the trifecta, motherfucker! You need McCoy! See? They all know. That's their thing. That's what you do. You just point at them. They go, they all know, and they clap. Because they do! They're with me! You guys know! Oh That's who it is! It's just not fair. I'm sorry. It's because you're pretty. Yeah, it's the glitter. It's the glitter. She can That's see true. it. She can see it from there. That's amazing. I know, right? Um, yeah. So, so we walked out, and I let's be honest about where we were when we walked out. We were psyched beyond belief. We oh were, yeah. We said the words "best Star Trek movie like, ever, ever been. right? Because you know, like when you first see it, like you're just so excited. Oh my gosh, the Enterprise oh, is upside down, and people were falling, it and it crashed. Bad. It was amazing. And and there's a lot to love about. It. I mean, like oh totally, like, totally. Like, like specifically, um, uh, Cumberbatch's. Uh, Cumberbatch. Yeah, Who doesn't love Cumberbatch? Yeah, let's give him a, yeah, if we're going to bash the movie, let's right? He's really good. Because that um, man is amazing. We walked out, and, and granted, um, most of our conversation ended up being, again, Paul, can you step up here for just one second just to say hi? Most of our, most of our conversation ended up being with, with Starship Farragut star, Paul Sieber. Hello. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi. So most of our conversation ended up being with you. We were jazzed. Now you are one. He was busy hating. You're, you're one. Yes. You, you're, you're not a fan of the Abrams verse to start with. No. And you're a, you're an original series guy mostly. I like them all. All right. So so I don't. I still to this day don't agree with as much as you disliked it. No. But I do have to here publicly in this forum eat a little bit of crow. Okay. I think we both need to because okay. we walked out saying that this was the world's perfect movie. It was. I, you know, I didn't. Say, I'm pretty sure 
I didn't say okay. it was the perfect not the, okay, not perfect, but movie, we, okay. right? I didn't say Maybe you said that, but I didn't. You actually, you, no, you did say it. You I did not, not you, fucking say You had say an that. orgasm in the theater. I had an orgasm in the theater, but that's not the fucking point. Like, that was just because I had Kirk and Spock in the theater. I don't think I would have an orgasm unless it was a really good movie. And um, if you were know, jerking whatever. off the theater. That's because you don't well, know. Well, that's a porno movie, and that's, you know. Every time he goes, oh. Paul Saber, ladies and gentlemen. All right, get off the stage. You dirty motherfucker. So, so Paul was hating on the movie. Um, and and of they, course, I was staunchly defending it. Um, and and the, where we need to eat crow is that we, we went back and we saw it a second time that night. And it's really interesting because in the podcast, you hear us, we go um, outside and we watch the movie. We do a podcast immediately after the movie for like 30 minutes. Which was us just going, oh my God! Oh my God! And, and then we went back and saw it a second time. And we were much more muted the second, <laughs> second time around. And we, we were like, so we really like that. Like, this thing. All right, you have 10 seconds to walk out of here if you don't want spoilers for Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, yeah, so, no one in this room hasn't seen them. So, we were, right? we, no way. so we, were, we, were like, we, we were like, look, look, it's awesome that the bad guy in the movie wasn't actually Cumberbatch, but was in fact Section 31. Right, That was like, cool. I'm a huge DS9 fan, so we were like, that's awesome. We love, there's so much that we love, but we're like, so much of it doesn't make sense, including the worst transition in the history of film. Oh my let's, God. let's do the scene here. Ready? Ready? I, I, will, I will be Cumberbatch. You, you look at me, and, 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 you, and you, say, you, you say, I've murdered women and children, but you need my help. Go, and that you promised my crew will be safe. Go ahead. You be oh, Kirk. Wait, I'm being Kirk. Yeah, wait. be Kirk. You like oh, Kirk. You've murdered, okay, so you've murdered women and children, but yes. you promised my crew will be safe. Captain, you can't even protect your own crew. And then turns. McCoy. And what is he doing in the corner? He's, he's working on a tribble. He's working on a tribble. Yeah. He, and he says. I forget now. He, he goes, it's he awful. Goes, I try to wipe it from he, my he, memory. He goes, he goes, Bones, what the hell are you doing with that tribble? Yeah. It's nothing to do with the conversation, but is the little piece And he's like the, literally, literally behind him. Yeah, it's nothing to do. He's right? like, he's like, he's like, what are you doing you with that tribble? <laughs> what are you doing with that tribble? There's something with There's his something blood. There's something with his blood. It's we, crazy. It's going to help us later on in the movie. It's a part of the plot it. that you, you need to know because you're too dumb to get it later. And then apparently. he turns right back and he goes, so are you going to help me or not? And, and It's just <laughs> like that. It's so bad. It's like the worst it, transition watching ever. Watching it a second time, you go, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, because to be honest, the first time I even went, Uninvited, that's here's awful. Paul Sieber. No, no, wait a minute. Now, I remember walking out of the theater and saying, gee, this has a lot of potholes. Now, are you saying that I was right? That's not a plot hole. Okay, cool. It's Thanks, just... Paul Sieber, ladies and gentlemen. I will answer. <laughs> that's just a bad transition. Yes, it it's not a, like yes, the hole. Yes. Right? Yes, it's it does. Just, it's, it's a bad transition that, like, let's be honest, we as Trek fans, we're fucking smart, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't fucking need you to tell me that. I am not stupid. Like, I totally would have been along for it. Like, without that little part, I would have like, oh, wow, because he's such a badass. His blood is like, oh, so cool. That's yeah. awesome. That's but, all. Uh, and the movie is sort of filled with things that if you really think about it, that, like, why... So, so at the beginning, Cumberbatch's entire plot is to get everybody in one room at the same time to kill them all, just like the episode of Voyager where the Kazon does that. Um, think about it. Uh. Um, um, and, and, and his whole idea is to get that. So Kirk is there, and he's figuring it out, and he goes, 
His entire plan is to get us here in this room. And at that exact moment, the random little helicopter that he has... It's awfully convenient. How convenient that he started shooting as soon as I said that the plot was to get us in this room. It, it wasn't two seconds later. It wasn't two seconds earlier. But, like, normally right I can and forgive again, these. Th- and I still can forgive them these things, you know, because... But they're at Starfleet headquarters. Can you imagine if you're going to fly uh, yeah. up to the Pentagon in a helicopter? Because they'd be totally cool with that, <laughs> like, right? Only Kirk with a fire extinguisher can stop you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Hey, that's true. You know why? Because Kirk is the shit. It's also true. I think it justifies. He is. Okay, so right. listen. Um, that uh, in, in that we started a little bit late, that is a perfect transition in that it's totally not. Uh, <laughs> it's totally in no way. Into what we're going to call, let's see if we can do this. We have about 20 minutes to get this done. Okay. We are doing a Star Trek marathon. Oh, that's right. Right now. Okay. Right now, Star Trek. So, hands for Star Trek marathon. Yay! They have no idea what it is. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to look at my phone here. we got 20 minutes to do this. We're going to go through each our thoughts about every single incarnation of Star Trek that there has ever been, mm-hmm. starting now. Star Trek, the original series. This is yours. What do you think of Star Trek, the original series? It's the best thing ever. 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 Can you give us the basic premise? If you were to break it down, TV okay. Guide synopsis of what is Star Trek, the original series. Yes, geek gasm. I would start it with geek gasm. It's, no. I watch my TV and I change my pants. <laughs> it's like I don't even wear the pants because like that's just a big mistake. <laughs> she's, um, like, she's like, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's Photon be, torpedo. It's, it's Kirk and Spock and McCoy, right? Like why am I just going to have one of them then? <laughs> oh, goodness, wow. <laughs> for, for fantasizing, fuck, I'm going to go all out. Shit. Poor, poor Chekhov's there going, what the fuck do you I mean, he's sexy, but seriously, the bad wigs, can we talk about that for just, like, a hot second? Because, like, when I was going back and watching it again, and, like, there'd be random episodes where he just has this off, like, the most awful wig you have ever seen. And I'm like, why, where is his hair? Like, did he have a buzz cut? Like, why, why do we have this thing on him? And then, like, it would be, like, one episode, and then there'd be, like, an episode where you'd see his hair, and it'd be like, oh, cool, so his hair is cool. And then, like, the next episode, it's the bad wig again. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, between the episodes, like, what could possibly have happened to his hair? Well, it seems, it seems to me the original series, and the, and the reason that, that, that I have issues with the original series is because you have you're more imaginative than I have, and I give you that. That you you are more I'm more of a film person, you're more of a theater person. So you're able to sort of take that that leap when you see the sixties effects and the sixties set. Well you have to understand when it was done and yeah. you have to realize that when it was done it was like the shit. Yeah, certainly. Like at the time. Like and on a, like my, no but my, budget. But my thing is But is like that, for me it was about it's about the characters and the characters in that show are, are what makes it so good. Granted. Like, that's the yeah. magic. That trifecta of those three. I could watch them do fucking anything. Like, it's awesome like that they're porn. in space and I'm all for it. And, and obviously, I want to see them do porn. Yeah. But beside that, like, being totally honest, like, I could see them just, like, sitting around talking about stew. And I would be like, wow, stew. stew <laughs> it would be, like, the shit. Nom, nom, nom. So the original series uh, ends... And Star Trek, with the exception of syndication and the and the the animated series. You want to say anything? the animated series? Is the good? animated series yeah. is totally good. Like yeah. it's like the best cartoon ever. Like I don't know if anybody's seen it, but seriously, like <laughs> this is a Star Trek convention. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody in this room who's seen Star Trek. The- okay, go. Ahead. I would like to submit. Fuck you. Oh, good. awesome. Okay. Thank you. 
I do what I can. So yeah, if you've seen it, then you know. Like I didn't get a chance to see it when I was a kid, like watch the cartoon when I was a kid. So when I got a chance to see it, like, and I, I liked the cartoons of the 80s. Like I loved Jem, right? I was like, fuck on! Because you look like Jem. It's because I look like, I know. Jem um, is better, right? Jem! So, anyway, so um, but if I had known that cartoon, like if I, that would have been my favorite cartoon if I had had access and known about it. Well, the thing for me that's great, because I, it's again, for the same reason, and again, I just don't have the, and, I'll, and I'll, tell, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to Next Generation, I don't have the imagination to sort of make the leap, but. But even in the cartoon? But here's the like thing. In the car they had like a cat chick on the bridge Well, and here's shit, the right? thing about the cartoon. The, the, here's the cartoon. For me, I could not watch or appreciate the cartoon until I had kids. And now that I but have, they, but they have like like, they, like stories that weren't just for kids. Like I don't understand. Can I share a brief, totally non-Star Star Trek story about the, about a baby? No. <laughs> Fuck <you. laughs> Thank you, Daniel Ross, my best friend. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing happened today. He started making a poopy face, and he goes, and then he goes, get out. <laughs> just thought I'd check. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, okay, that's fine. So, but I do have an older <laughs> one, and, and occasionally I'm like, hey, let's watch Star Trek, and he's not there yet. Like, he really liked Generations, um, but he, he's just not there for yet for watching the show. But I can go, hey, let's watch a cartoon, I'll put on a Star Trek cartoon, and he'll, he'll watch that. So, I now get to experience Star Trek I never watched before, while at the same time, oh yeah, I'm a good dad, I'm watching cartoons, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's cool. When it's just, and my wife comes out, she goes, what are you doing? Watching Star, Star Trek. How was work? <laughs> I'm a house husband. Um, um, we make the leap, and, and with the exception of the animated series and Star Trek conventions, there's not much. Until finally, Robert Wise directs a movie called Star Trek The Motion Picture, which leads into six movies. That are so, awesome. So what would you say, like, what do you like? You, do you like the original series show, or do you like the original series movies better? Ooh, shit. Um... The show probably because it's like that's where it started. Can we do a round like, of applause? Can we like see what they think? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. So uh, show. <laughs> Star Trek one through six. A small but vocal minority. <laughs> <laughs> so so what? what? Because because when it, when the movies came out, like it was about getting to see them again. Like for me, like so what? You know, listen, I will do whatever the fuck Making I want. Making a movie. Again, I would like, like to, to submit, submit suck me. my dick. Oh, suck her dick, sorry. Don't, don't think about what I'm going to submit before I fucking sorry, submit sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. Just wait. I don't know which one you're going to pull out of the fucking bag of tricks. So that's why you have to wait, motherfucker. Shit. Suck my dick. Fuck you. You're an asshole. You're a motherfucker. Why well, he has a fucking list. <laughs> I know. It's actually a little bit impressive. Yeah, I, I, I repeat it to my therapist. Um, <laughs> it's probably so, true. So, I mean, here's the thing that, that I... And, I'll, and I'll, I'll put it here because I was going to put it next year, I'll put it here. The problem for me is when you watch the original series, you go, you have to understand that the 60s, that was the shit. That was awesome then. And for me, when I watch Star Trek, it's real to me. I even have a problem with the first couple of seasons of Next Gen because I'm like, it's still my, the, the, I can't cross the threshold, not that terrible Voyager episode, I can't cross the, th oh, uh. we'll get there. Um, I can't, <laughs> Sadly, we will. I can't cross the threshold into like, like passing up that, it has to be sort of photorealistic to me because when I watch it, it's so real. I feel like I'm watching the History Channel, which is the history of the future. Like I was the guy who had like the Star Trek, anyone here have the Star Trek, Star Trek chronology growing up? Like the, the one that had like the history and you could go like from, 
Cool. That's pretty cool. I um, wish I had that. Um, so, so like for me, it was real, and for me to have to suspend my disbelief made it less real. It's why it's why I became such a continuity hound, because I was like, I, I was like, I. I had a problem when it would go off of continuity because I was like, but that can't also be true. He can't be James R. Kirk and James T. Kirk. Listen, that they hadn't decided yet. You just need See, to. See, but for me, there's no stop. they. But for me, there's no they. It's just like, it's the History Channel. This is just okay. true stories about these guys. I prefer to think that it's a typo. Yeah, there we go. Right? Because because Kirk didn't make, if you oh, yeah. recall in that episode, That's right. he didn't make the tombstone so that was Gary Mitchell yeah, fucking yeah, up. Yeah, Gary Mitchell. Right? Was, Gary Mitchell was a dumb ski and Gary made it Mitchell an R. Is a like dumbass. That's what we've learned today on Trek Off. Yes. Fuck you, Gary Mitchell. <laughs> Gary Mitchell's a dumbass. I can't spell. That's a t shirt. Gary Mitchell is a dumbass. Because um, so, he doesn't know that the middle edition was fucking T. Fuck you. And then on the back it says, it's T motherfucker. Yes. Oh my God. I have to wear that shirt now. I'm going um, to. I'm going to make it on the Sazzle and I'm going to wear it. Um, so. Uh, so the thing for me that, that I think was, you say it's the trifecta. Um, it's it is. Cur- it's magical. I'm, I really, more than I ever felt it in the show, felt it in Star Trek II and felt it in Star Trek VI and somewhat at the beginning of the horrible Star Trek V, but in the good parts of Star Trek V, I felt that that's where I, more than even on the show, I think that the show had the trifecta, but a lot of it was unintentional. And I feel like they got to the movies and they heard the Yeah, fans. I think in the they movies heard, they realized what they, they had yeah. done and they, and they really optimized on it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that that's, that's what, like for me, what made the movies great. Also, because like some of the movies are some of my favorite movies. Two, three. By the way, I hate the people who hate on Star Trek Three. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't understand. You know, because I, I require Star Trek. Yeah, as far me, as I'm concerned, Star Trek 2 and Star Trek 3 are one fucking movie, okay? Yeah, yeah it really is. Because you like can't one... stop at the end of Star Trek 2. This asshole calls me over one night. He's like, let's let's record. And I'm like, I just finished Star Trek 2. And I'm a weeping fucking mess. And he's like, no, come on. Just come over. It'll be fun. I'm like, no, it won't. Because Spock is still dead, you asshole. It's never going to be fine. <laughs> he's dead forever. And he's dead forever until I see him come back to life, asshole. <laughs> And he just didn't understand. And so, like, I get over that. I'm all melancholy. He's like, what's your problem? Are you kidding me? Really? So the movies go, and then in 1987, sort of concurrently with Star Trek V, right after Star Trek IV, they make Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, Right? um, This was exciting. Now, safe to say, this is both of our second favorite Star Trek show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. totally. It is, is, um, to quote Wayne Campbell... In many ways, it is superior, but will never be as recognized as the original. Um, no Wayne's World fans. <laughs> One guy raises his hand. He's like, yes, fucking Wayne. <laughs> what? Holy shit, stand dude, up, sir. Stand, stand up, up sir. Yeah! Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. <laughs> So this is, this is my childhood Star Trek. This is the one that I grow up. From 87 on, I'm into it. Um, I got out of it a little bit before. Um, if you listen to the show, you'll hear how I used to play a Romulan at King's Dominion. Um, He's so lucky. Um, and that's what got me back into the show. But it was, uh, that's the one that I watched. And, and for me, there's, like, it's just so good, so solid all the time. The acting is, like, pretty much top-notch. Um, there's, there's usually, with the exception of the episode where Crusher is fucking a candle, there is... You and that fucking episode, I swear to God, every time we talk about that fucking show, this episode is you fucks the candle. Like, I think it's your favorite. 
making Shakar in a candle. It's awesome. That's what everybody wants. Light a candle, Shakar ghost comes out and fucks me, disappears. I go, oh, it's so great. No, I'm leaving the I mean, I'm going to bring a candle. candle with you everywhere. What's wrong with that? It's like, is it small? It fits in your pocket? Like, what? Granted, if I had a candle that would get me off anytime <laughs> See, I wanted. See, right? <laughs> Secretly, you love it. <laughs> so so we, get through, we get through next gen. Um, and when Next Gen ends in 94... And Next Gen, they, they change the formula a little bit. Yeah, they do. Like, it's not, it's not a trifecta. It's not even, like, Picard and, and, and Riker. It's like, there's, it's the, like... It's, it's the whole... It's Picard. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like 40... Yeah. It's 40% just Picard. Yeah, and it's then, like, like, everybody the, well, else... No, no, like, it's, orbits like Picard. 20% data. Data and Riker. Data. Uh, like no, no, there's circling. data. It's like, it's, by the end, it's... By the end, it's a lot of data. They're like, shit, data, data, just put on a mask, and we'll just do shows about you wearing masks all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, just a whole great. episode where you're just Go showing how great an actor you are. Go for it. Oh, yeah. No, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, not, not the best moment. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it because being an actor, I was like, look at it. Look at all the acting he gets to do in this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so incredible. Look at all his acting. Um, you know, suck it. Sorry. Okay. He had brothers, though, and brothers is amazing, so... There we go. All right then. Fine. I love I love Dave. Dave okay. Is amazing. Good. So um, we get uh, next gen ends. Um, for me, the ending of next gen will be always be that awesome Entertainment Weekly cover that had the cast like in black and white on black, looking all serious, like we're classy. And they, <laughs> and, and they, you know the cover, right? You've seen it. Everyone knows that picture, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna drink more. Don't so, feel the need to pander, Dan. So, it's okay. So we get to the next generation movies. Um, do you have anything to say about the next? I mean, it's, I'll, I'll just repeat what I said last night, which is, it's like watching episodes of the Next Generation <clears throat> minus any of the characters that you liked. <laughs> it's like, it's like, let's take Star Trek: The Next Generation, and now C C Picard's John McClane. He's ripping <laughs> off his shirt. He's swinging. He's shooting. He's punching. You know, resistance is futile. You know, Listen, like, he's he's branching out, okay? Yes. Like he's 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 evolving. You know, and then and then and then he has that speech in first contact and, and the, the speech where he's like, the line must be drawn here. Yeah. Yeah, and so awesome. after that speech, the next two movies they have to give him that moment. Or that like, oh shit, we haven't given that how many people does it take, Admiral? And then they give him the next one, life is making choices. And just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> You did the inner light, dude. <laughs> like you were really good. And and I I mean I laid the I laid the blame at like like the desire to make Star Trek an action film. Um, I will say more than any of the next gen movies, I will get to the Abrams verse. But I think Abrams does successfully make Star Trek an, an action, action film. Movie. Yeah, I think by so. subtract by trying to make it Star Trek and action. I feel like the next gen movies, as much as I liked First Contact when I saw it, it never it it doesn't hold up for me. I never watch it. I never watched. The only Not one I watched. ever. I watched Generations, and that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, Although I don't watch the end of that. No, no, because Kirk falls off a cliff. Which is bullshit. He falls bullshit. off a mountain. He's like, I saved the universe a thousand times. So when I played a Romulan, people would walk up to me and, I, and they, they'd come and they go, they go, Hey man, how's Captain Kirk? And I'd be like, Kirk, he fell off a mountain. Ha 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 ha. See, it's a good thing I was never there when you did that because that, I would have punched you me right in, in your the fucking face. face. Yeah, so, so Next Gen ends, the movies are being made. Um, at the same time, right before Next Gen ends, we have what is my favorite Star Trek, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, how many people here call that their favorite Star Trek? Small but vocal. Yeah, um, the thing about DS9, um, I know so many people who go, I tried and I couldn't get into it. 
and I, I feel you. It man. took me two tries. I feel you. I'm, in, in I'm a DS9 fan. I'm a Buffy fan. I'm an Angel fan. I was a Dollhouse fan. Right? I understand the first season is shit sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Except that Bashir is still hot. Yes. No. No. So she has a cardboard cutout of Bashir. I, I had. I had. had. She, I had. She named it. <laughs> no, I did not, asshole. She did. I was classier than that, okay? I only kissed him on the mouth, very chaste. <laughs> so, so the thing about DS9 that I liked um, was, yes, it was darker, um, and people complain about that, but for me, the thing that I really enjoyed about DS9 was that it was like, once they figured out what they were doing, it was really about taking the known universe that you had gotten in Next Gen and exploring it. So you didn't, you, you got into the I mean, game. I felt more like, the, for me, and the reason it took me a little while is because, like, my, in my brain pan, that was like, I want them to be on a ship exploring. That's what this is about, right? And then it was like, no, we're going to be on a space station, and we're not going to go anywhere. Well, for folks like... And for a while, I was like, how is that going to work out? I know Bashir is hot, but then what? And then... <laughs> um, and then it was like what they started doing. I was like, you know what's kind of cool about this was that it, it showed me an aspect that I didn't see before. Like, because in the, in the original series and in Next Gen, I got to see, we're on a ship and we're traveling. And this was different because it was like, what is it like well, to have so people like of all kinds of races and especially in, the, in DS9 where it's not really a Federation space station. Like, it's kind of in Bajoran space well, here's, here's and it was a Cardassian station and it was like a whole thing. I, I dug... The Dominion is the one thing it gives you, right? It gives you the. It the does one give thing. you the war thing. Uh, it gives you the Dominion. It gives Which you the war. Which you like. But, and I do like it. But the, the other thing that it gives me is outside of the Dominion, it doesn't really explore anything. It does, DS9 doesn't explore. DS9 is about getting to know. You introduce the Cardassians and you learn a little bit about them on Next Gen, but on DS9, you really get to know. You do. That, on on you DS9, do. you really get into the Klingons. On DS9, you really get into the Bajorans. Yep. You, it's, you, you, you spend a lot more time in Starfleet headquarters than you ever did on Next Gen. You yeah, get, you see a lot more of the politicking, yeah, you, I think, and, behind the scenes a lot of And time. what I liked about DS9 cool. is like even the episodes that didn't have a lot going on, in DS9, you got to get to know the the universe of Star Trek. And that's what I really dug about it. And it's what I did not dig so much about what came after DS9. <laughs> we won't spend too much time no. on Star Trek Voyager. Um, is Voyager anybody's favorite show? Okay. Let me give Voyager its due before I lose her. She explodes. Uh, I'm not going to explode. I'm fine. What's your least favorite Star Trek show? Voyager. So... So let me, let me, let me. But give, let me tell you why. Yeah, she will. Tell, but let me give Voyager its due before you do. All right, fine. This is what I, I have recently started listening to a podcast called the Delta Quadrant Podcast, which, listen, we love them. Yes. Listen to us more. They're good. Um, so the, <laughs> the one thing they said about Voyager that I have found to be true is that Voyager, more than any of the Star Trek shows before, is they said, that they, and I kind of agree, it's the most science fiction-y of all of them. They're the, they, they just have the weird ideas. It's just like, what happens if you go more than warp nine? Do you turn into a lizard? You um, turn into a lizard and have fucking babies on a beach somewhere? Um, no. I so, don't think that's what happens. So you know you why? Got, because that's dumb. So this is the time. And we have to Enterprise and Abrams. Okay. So, so I will briefly say that Voyager. the problem with Voyager, from my bowels, is that it was so many missed opportunities. I was really looking forward to it being a chick and loving Star Trek and being like, oh, I get a chick captain, it's gonna be the shit. And they she just- She gets lost 15 minutes in. They, ju they just fuck it up. It's true. 
So the I would like to submit. This, this mic. I would like to submit. Suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> Whole bag of them. All right. Now we can go on. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, I appreciate the attempt, though. Thank that's, you. you so the other thing you said about the, it gets a little soap opery. I will agree with you. The missed very soap opery. Um, that, that I wanted to see the Maquis and Starfleet in. You know, I wanted I, I to see them in, in conflict. I wanted episode. to see, like, we had so many badass women on the ship. I wanted to see them explore that and have them be badass, as opposed to just like, and they're women. But the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll give it, it gives us seven of nine. Who, Which is the best thing about it, because seven of nine is second, badass, she's and she's complex, and she's the shit. Yeah, that's the thing. She's not, she's not just a skin suit with, with no. tits. She is, she's got big titties, she's hot, she's a big bitch, and, and I love big really bitches. And she's a really good actress. And she's a great actress, she's a really good and they actress. made her like a real person. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, but instead when, of it just being like, oh, she's, she's a the, woman, we'll have her have a baby. They were like, oh, she's a woman, let's make her a person. Well, when I say that she's second best, I gotta give it to the doctor. The doctor, the yeah. The doctor's astounding. The so, doctor is awesome. I love him. Um, from Voyager, we have, we're running out of time, so we're gonna hit really close on Enterprise. Enterprise is, you and I have this ongoing debate that we do on our show that is, which is the worst Star Trek show, and it's Enterprise totally Voyager. or Voyager? It's totally um, Voyager. I think that Enterprise is worse. No. She thinks that Voyager is worse. Again, um, with not, I don't wanna say anything bad about the actors, but like clearly what, one thing we've agreed on is that is that perhaps some of them are not as good as others, and and, and that there's 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 a bit of recycling happening. That by the time you get to some of Voyager and some of Enterprise, you could just transplant characters, and it could have been a next gen plot, or maybe already was a next gen <laughs> plot. Um, and they're just it seemed by the end they had run out of ideas. Um, that being said, I was on the letter writing campaign. And Enterprise has the bacula. And, and the fourth season of Enterprise, they finally were fucking going somewhere. It was awesome. And I was finally into what they were fucking doing, and then, bye. I know, right? Yeah. It's bullshit. Uh, they're, they're, and, like, and they're, then, they're like, oh, Enterprise is just in the holodeck with Riker. Sorry, bye. You know, that's like all that this. That was the worst thing ever. the worst ever. As if the idea that, that the Riker at the end of that episode was somehow the same age, size, and shape as the Riker <laughs> in the episode of Pegasus. In the Pegasus. And, and we yeah. watched, and she, she, she hadn't seen that episode in a long time. She's like, no, they look the same. So I queued it up <laughs> next to each other, split-screened it, and she was like, oh. oh. <laughs> um, That's fair. That gets us really fast uh, to the end, um, which is to the Abrams-verse. Yes. Um, what a, like, what, like, first of all, can I get a show of hands? I, I know it's popular to, to hate it, but who here... Actually, kind of likes it. Who kind of enjoys it? Yeah. There you go. Clap your hands, please. Yeah. So, yeah, right? So It's fun. So here's, yeah, I think it's a great way to put it. Yeah, like, it's I mean, I, I don't need to hate on it. It's I'm not, Maybe it's not as hard-hitting as some of the original series or even the you know, places that we went on Next Gen, but, like, it's fun. Yeah, I, here's the thing about it. I really like it. Yeah, I enjoy it. I really it. enjoy it. I, I, I like it. But I, I like Iron Man. And, and, and <laughs> I, I like, you know, I like Wolverine. That was fun. And I, there are a lot of movies that I like. I do a Star Trek podcast because I love Yeah, I mean, but Star I guess, Trek. and for me, though, because it's, it's, it's a return to, to my favorite characters, yeah. like, I have to love it unless it was just a steaming pile of crap, which it's which not. Paul Sieber would say it is. But, but it's but not is, because he's wrong. Um, I love Paul, but he's don't wrong. Don't come up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will beat you Paul. down. <laughs> I love um, Paul. Um, the the thing the thing about the Abrams verse that I enjoy at least is that they're injecting 
energy into it and money into it and new fans and younger fans. And I'm sure there are people who are fans of the original series who when they saw Next Gen were like, fuck it, this isn't Star Trek. Um, now, now, now here we are and we've been watching Next Gen since we were kids and we're watching the new one going, fuck it, this isn't Star Trek. <laughs> well, for a bunch of people it is. I mean, for a, for a bunch of kids, Star Wars is the Clone Wars. Oh, jeez. Um, which the, the show is great, fuck you. Oh. The show no, is awesome. No, the movie's terrible. No, the show is awesome. Bad, Rob. Um, but, no. that, but that's just the case. Is the fact is, is that we, the, the, what I love about Star Trek is that there's the original series for you. There's Voyager for you. There's Enterprise for that one guy out there. Um, and, and there's the Abrams verse for them. Star Trek is generational. It's for everybody, right? And there's, and there's, there's now a version of Star Trek for everybody who wants whatever their flavor is. If you're Paul and you don't like and you don't like the Abrams verse, you have what you want to go to. If you're you and you want to go to the original series, that's there. If I want DS9, my war show, that's there. The greatest thing about Star Trek is that it's there's something for everyone there now. It's immortal. Like I can right? my, my stepmother said to me before uh, before the Abrams movie came out, I don't want I like Star Wars. I don't want to go see that. She saw that and she's like, I like Star Trek. Huh? Huh? And that's so now now it's sort of there. So I give that its due. Um, we have run against uh, the, the guys who do ninjas versus monsters are really mean, and they're really going to get mad at me for running a minute into their show. Um, I'm that guy. Who's right um, so, <laughs> so, so he actually has split personalities. So, He's going to yell at so himself. So what I want to ask everyone to do minute. before we go is we take 30 seconds. Who here has a cell phone? Can everybody hold your cell phone up into the air right now? Hold it up in the air. Good. What I want everybody to do is to do two things right now. If you have a podcast app right now, don't wait till later because you'll forget. It's like, William Shatner's going to be here tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. There's no chance you'll and forget. You're going to forget it. So I'm going to go on right now. If you have a good. podcast app right now, look up Trek Off. Hit subscribe. Every 10 days, there's a new episode. There's 80 old ones for your drive home. Um, subscribe there. The other thing I'm going to do here, um, and this is for us, and this is for, uh, we're going to do it again for the Ninjas Versus movies, um, is that uh, for the first, uh, not for the first four, but for, uh, for the two random uh, people we will select who, uh, who both like our Facebook page and send us a private message saying, we've subscribed, um, we will randomly select two people to get free copies of Ninjas Versus Zombies and Ninjas vs. Vampires, mailed to you. We'll get your information and stuff. So, so, so subscribe us, like our Facebook page, send us a private message saying, we subscribed, and we will, uh, we will randomly select two. So that's the end. We always end track off. Um, I just want to say this, that uh, doing the movie and doing the podcast uh, with you, despite our, um, our bickering, um, <laughs> has been uh, one of the great experiences of my life. And uh, Me too. I'm, uh, I'm so glad that we've done this. I'm so glad that we put it on film. I'm so glad that we've shared it with you guys. Um, I'm so glad for Star Trek, and I'm so glad that things like this can exist. Uh, so thank you uh, for Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. Trek Off. Trek Off, bitches. You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks Radio. 
geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment.